Good morning, everybody. Beautiful morning. As we begin worship today, let's use the words of the preparatory prayer. Almighty God, you pour out the spirit of grace and supplication on all who desire it. Deliver us from cold hearts and wandering thoughts that with steady minds and burning zeal, we may worship you in spirit and in truth through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. The peace of Christ be with you. Please join me in the call to worship in your bulletin. Our help is in the name of the Lord, creator of heaven and earth. Grace to you and peace from God, our creator, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise is due to you, O God, in Zion, and to you shall vows be performed. O you who answer prayer, to you all flesh shall come. When deeds of iniquity overwhelm us, forgive our transgression. Happy are those whom you choose and bring near to live in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, your holy temple. By awesome deeds. Today we call to mind the many blessings we share. Family, friends, the good things of the earth, the rising and setting sun, the creatures who share this great globe with us the blessings and responsibilities of freedom, the opportunity we have to pray and to praise you, to work for your kingdom and to bless others as we have been blessed. Though we are tempted to take credit for all that we have, we recognize you as the author of our fortune and founder of our feast this day. Let us pray. Lord, on this day of thanksgiving, we recall that your apostle Paul did not hesitate to use any method at hand to challenge your people to discipleship in all things. From their profession of your Son as our Lord Savior to their faithful response of gratitude for their salvation by giving to the poor special offering. We confess our own shortcomings in this regard, our hardness of heart, our judgmental natures, May we also see with not only our eyes, but our hearts, and respond generously in recognition of the example set by your servants and by you as the author of all good things. These things we pray this day in your mighty name. good news. Who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ, and Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us, and Christ prays for us. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old life has gone, a new life has begun. Therefore, in Christ, we stand forgiven. Thanks be to God. Hear what our Lord Jesus Christ says. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as you. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. As we come to the reading of God's word, let us pray. 
Lift up your hearts. Let us lift them to the Lord our God. As a document is read in the courts, has certain finality and consequence in our lives, so your word, when accompanied by your spirit, indelibly writes upon our hearts your will for us. So let us hear and heed these words. Amen. The first lesson. Troy, are you my reader today? Please. The word of the Lord from Deuteronomy 8, verses 7 to 18. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with flowing streams, with springs and underground waters, welling up in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees in whose hills you may you might mine copper. You shall eat your fill and bless the Lord your God for the, for the good land that he has given you. Take care that you do not forget the Lord your God by failing to keep his commandments, his ordinances, and his, and his statutes, which I am commanding you today. When you have eaten your fill and have built your fine houses and live in them, and when your herds and flocks have multiplied and your silver and gold is multiplied, all that you have is multiplied, then do not exalt yourself, forgetting the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who led you through the great and terrible wilderness and arid wasteland with poisonous snakes and scorpions. He made water flow for you from, from flint rock and, fl- and fed you in the wilderness with manna that your ancestors did not know to humble you and to test for you and in the end do, do you good. Do not say to yourself, my power and the might of my own hand have gotten me this wealth, but remember the Lord your God, for, for it is who, he who gives you power to get wealth, so that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your ancestors as he is doing today. This is the word of the Lord. Let us read Psalm 100 responsibly together. Make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. It is he that made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name, for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second lesson today comes from the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 17. It is a story about Jesus and healing. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? 
Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I didn't plan my introductory comment before this morning, but I am truly grateful to be here because on the way down today on Route 206, I believe I fell asleep behind the wheel and went through a red light and just about creamed into two other cars, slammed on the brakes and skidded off to the side of the road and fortunately did not hit anyone and did not hurt myself. So I am just grateful today to be here and very thankful that no one else was hurt. That's what happens when you take too much sinus medication before you go driving. Be careful. Um, both texts today, from both the Old and the New Testament, are texts that call us to account, accountability, really, to take account of our lives. If you have never been physically bedridden by something of a bad health, whether it's a broken leg or a broken arm or a lower back disorder or I don't know what the ailment might be, but if you have never experienced a physical ailment that limits your ability to get, to get around, I think it's more difficult to understand the message that both Moses and the Gospel text are trying to make today. Because when you're young and healthy and vibrant and eager to keep moving and going, um, you seldom realize or take into account that one simple moment of falling asleep or breaking an, a limb or having an ailment come to your body that disables you can limit your life very, very quickly and very, very drastically sometimes as well. We live in a country, I believe, that has instilled in us from birth that we are independent individuals and we can take care of ourselves. And we ought to, nonetheless. That is why I found the comments made by... Uh, a senatorial candidate, Elizabeth Warren, uh, on the internet uh, this past summer. Very, very intriguing. She was quoted as saying this at one of her electoral rallies. There is nobody in this country who got rich on his own. Nobody. You build a factory out there? Good for you, she says. But I want to be clear, you moved your goods to market on the roads the rest of us paid for. You hired workers the rest of us paid to educate. You were safe in your factory because of police forces and fire forces that the rest of us paid for. You didn't have to worry that marauding bands would come and seize everything at your factory and hire someone to protect you against this because of the work the rest of us did. And then she continues, now look, you build a factory and it turned into something terrific or a great idea 
God bless you. Keep a big hunk of it. But part of the underlying social contract is you take a hunk of that and pay forward for the next kid who comes along. Perhaps that is the message of the day. I would say that the text before us says that that is one aspect of it, that prosperity can be deceptive. You really can believe that your prosperity is the fruit of your own labor, that you deserve it, that you earned it, that you got it because you got it. When in fact, well, let's ask, is there anybody here who never had a parent? Thank you. Is there anybody here who never had a school teacher? Thank you. Is there anybody here who never had a Sunday school teacher? Well, that's a possibility for some. Okay, yeah. Prosperity can be deceptive because it makes us think that somehow or other we did it all ourselves. And Moses said to the people of Israel, when that happens, be very careful. Because you can cross over a line. A line of ingratitude that begins to corrupt your own personal character and values. And that will reap horrific rewards. But he also contends that prosperity is in fact a divine endeavor. And that, I believe, is something both readings emphasize. Didn't I heal ten of you, Jesus says? Weren't there ten lepers healed at my word? Moses recounts to the Israelites the tremendous blessings that they will receive and says, is it not God who has done this for you? Provided this for you? Prosperity is something God wants us to have. And for many people, especially the Jewish community of the New Testament, prosperity was actually considered a mark of divine blessing. If you were wealthy, it was because God made you wealthy. And God had blessed you. That was a, a perspective that drove the message of Jesus uh, into the hearts of the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Jewish leadership in ways that nothing else did because Jesus was saying, blessed are the poor, not the rich. This message that Jesus brought was one that tried to get people to understand that yes, God prospers us, but at the cost of grateful hearts and lives. You see, the third lesson here is that prosperity begets thanksgiving. If you are really wealthy, you will, as this candidate suggests, be aware that everything that you have, and probably everything that you are, is the result of someone else's providing. That you share in it, and that you, you utilize it, and you use it constructively, and you invest it, 
but it is the fruit of many people's labor. It is the fruit of all a society's labor. And that there is a price to be paid for that. A price that the government exacts in taxes, perhaps, or that we pay in fees, or that we share in supporting candidates for office or programs, whether they be social or economic or political, as citizens in our great country. This Thanksgiving Day, when we approach uh, the time of sitting down at our tables and enjoying family food and fellowship around those tables, let us be mindful of who we are. We are people that God has blessed. Let us be mindful of what we do, that everything that we do and everything that we produce and everything that we are is the result of God's blessing and the love and the care and the investment of many other people. And let us be grateful, truly grateful, that we have been given what we have been given and let us utilize it to express our gratitude to God in caring for those around us. Whether they are our loved ones, whether they are the hungry ones, whether they are the poor ones or the homeless ones, whether they are child or adult, whether they are Christian or Jew or Muslim or Hindu or Buddhist, no matter whom, they are our neighbor. And we are to love our neighbor. How? As we love ourselves and as we love God. Let's pray. There are all kinds of statistics, O oh Lord, that we could use to uh, make the point about how blessed we really are. But I am conscious today that most of us know that. It's simply a matter of remembering of putting together the realities with the values and the words. And so we ask that you bless the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts in your sight, O Lord. May they be pleasing to you and the living sacrifice before you always. Amen. Make our confession of faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. Together we confess, saying... I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. For what we receive and for what we give, we thank you and we bless you.
and ask that all that we are and have and have given be used to your glory, for we are yours. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In your bulletin, you will find a Thanksgiving litany that I'd like us to use. Before we do so, however, um, I like when we speak with each other on Sunday. What I'd like to do is I'd like to give you an opportunity to say one or two things that you were grateful for today. Share that with us as a congregation and a family. I've told you mine. I'm just glad to be alive this morning. Now let's join together in the Thanksgiving litany found in our bulletins. Give thanks to the Lord who is good. God's love is everlasting. Come, let us praise God joyfully. Let us come to God with thanksgiving. For the good world, for things great and small, beautiful and awesome, for seen and unseen splendors. Thank you, God. For human life, for talking and moving and thinking together, for common hopes and hardships shared from birth until our dying. Thank you, God. For work to do and strength to work, for the comradeship of labor, for exchanges of good humor and encouragement. Thank you, God. For marriage, for the mystery and joy of flesh made one, for mutual forgiveness and burdens shared, for secrets kept in love. Thank you, God. For family, for living together and eating together, for family amusements and family pleasures. Thank you, God. For children and their energy and curiosity, for their brave play and startling frankness, for their sudden sympathies. Thank you, God. For the young, for their high hopes, for their irreverence toward worn-out values, for their search for freedom. Thank you, God. For growing up and growing old, for wisdom deepened by experience, and for time made precious by its passing. Thank you, God. For your help in times of doubt and sorrow, for healing our diseases, for preserving us in temptation and danger, thank you, God. For the church into which we have been called, for the good news we receive by word and sacrament, and for our life together, we praise you, God. For your Holy Spirit who guides our steps and gives us gifts of service, who prays in us and prompts our grateful worship, we praise you, God. Above all, O God, for your Son, Jesus Christ, who lived and died and lives again for our salvation, for our hope in him, and for the joy of serving him. We thank and praise you, eternal God, for all your goodness to us, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray, boldly saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us our debts. We forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, power, glory forever.